Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I am Brian, and he is Ben. Me? Me is Ben. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you. How's it going, Ben? Hey, doing doing things. Cat nearby. So, a uh, quick question, rapid fire, just top of the show. Want to catch you off guard? If you're if you're uh, uh, you have a sister, if your sister were to have an offspring would that offspring call you uncle ben and if so would you always give them rice when they visited you probably not i probably would not give them rice i don't know what i what i do with it just keep it around like a bucket of it or i guess a would bag you, would you would you tell them that with great power came great responsibility no. would you do that no, and then also that maybe either. be murdered no? uh, well i hope not <laughs> okay all right she'll right. turn to spider woman i guess yeah i think that's how that works yeah yeah, Uncle Ben and Aunt, Aunt May again, so it works. Oh, Ooh, yeah, it kind of does. Uh-huh, yeah. So, it's going to happen one day. So, just be on the lookout for any shady-looking muggers that, that your niece or nephew could have stopped but didn't. Well, I guess Caitlin and her husband would have to die first, and then we would have to start raising their child. No, no, this is a reboot. I can change certain things. Oh, okay, all right, I'll make sure that happens then. But you're definitely getting murdered. Oh, either way? That's... Yeah, it's part of the core. That's Can I be how Martin it has Sheen? You could be Charlie Sheen. I don't. When would Charlie Sheen ever be Uncle Ben? Uh, Charlie Sheen's getting up there, man. Charlie Sheen's uh, looking a little, little uh, ragged. Isn't Steve Buscemi rumored to be the next Uncle Ben? I thought I heard uh, that. Oh man, I didn't hear that. That's incredible. I hope that's true. I, I'm pretty sure I heard that. Enough rambling on. We have to introduce our guest. Special guest for today's episode. It is the last living Bigfoot. Caleb is his name. How's it going, Caleb? Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Very excited to have you. Our boss, a little recap, had us track you down, last living Bigfoot. And he was so excited. He wanted you to be on the show. So you're, uh, you know, still our show, but you're a guest on it. And we appreciate you being here. Yeah, of course. I have very great redeeming qualities that I can bring to the show and mm-hmm. just, you know, liven it up a bit. A uh, quick uh, question for you. I don't want you to feel left out. If this is too personal, let me know. We can edit it out. But um, being the last Bigfoot, I, I just I'm curious, what what size shoe does the last Bigfoot wear? It's like a like a like a 12. That's a pretty big shoe. You know, they came up with this Bigfoot name, but I honestly only wear about a size 13. I only wear larger feet just so it distracts everyone. Oh, wait. So oh. you're saying that actually the big feet are are like uh, they're, they're they're prosthetic. They're fake. Yeah, I want I wanted to give a big pop to the name, you know. I don't want to be just another Yeti. I got to be mm. Bigfoot. Is the Yeti your cousin? Do you have Yetis in the family? I do have quite a few Yetis, but uh, unfortunately, they are too far away, and I cannot bear the weather. Mm. Uh. I can't blame you for that. What about Nessie? Is she real? Ah, uh, Nessie, we go way back, man. Um, but unfortunately, she's now swimming with the fishes and not literally alive. Oh, like, wasn't she already swimming with oh. the fishes? <laughs> <laughs> she was literally swimming with the fishes, but now she's also metaphorically swimming with yes. the fishes. Yes, uh, unfortunately. Uh, she was but also way literally. past her prime. Okay. Did you huh. visit her, or did she find a way to somehow swim out of that lake into the Americas? Well, it was a, it was a strange high school. I, it, 
It's just all kind of mysterious things going on. It was a young romance. I would watch that kind of show. I can't really get into it, you know, mythical creature bylaws and everything. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, you know, I'm excited that we're kind of like pulling the curtain back on some uh, long, long uh, rumored cryptozoological romances that have been the tabloids for a while, but we're confirming things. So that's exciting. Of course, of course. All right, well, uh, now that we've got introductions out of the way, I think it's time to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the recording. You guys are seriously underusing the real talent here. Let's start this over and let Bigfoot take the lead. He has some real broadcasting potential. Caleb and welcome to the Happy Cast. And then next to the side of me, of course, I got the two bum friends, Ben and Brian. Hi. Hey, Caleb. Hey, welcome to the show, you guys. I'm glad to have you. It didn't really seem fair. Thanks for having us. Well, unfair. I am quite the legendary, excuse you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for having us on your show. Of course. Anytime. Now, before we get into it, I don't know how to get into happy hour. Oh right, that's true. Okay, yeah, I guess uh, uh, you know you've only been the host of the of the show for about thirty seconds now. So um, if you'd like, yeah, it's already been great. Yeah, you're you're really taking to it like a like a fish to water, like a Nessie Nessie. to the fishes, (laughs) like a big fish to the forest. Uh, Okay, if you'd like, I could I could just you know just pick up the reins and steer the show, and you can just kind of shadow me and then see how it's done so in the yeah, future yeah. I, do it. I would love that actually okay all right then let's move forward to happy hour it's happy again. and everybody knows happy hour is the part of the show where we share with the listeners the thing that is making us most happy for the week as is tradition i will go with ben first ben what is your happy hour pick Hey, uh, let me. I was in the wrong notepad. My happy hour this week is I got some stuff done. Not very okay. like crazy stuff, but I got some stuff done. Yeah, I'm kind you, of you checked, checked a few things off the old to-do list. Yeah, well, it's all because like last week when I found out there's an air conditioner filter, mm-hmm. and that was kind of cool. Well, this week I set up a towel rod that had fallen out of the wall. Okay. Because wow. I had tripped and grabbed onto the towels one time. <laughs> it was in there, but just barely. So we still still used it. And I also <laughs> so it's just like hanging on by a thread. Hanging. Well, the four screws were all hanging into the wall, but it was all angled about forty five degrees. Mm, they were just oh, barely yeah. hanging on. But you you put it back up. Your regular Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah, well, I didn't have anything to fill the drywall holes yet, so I just raised it up a little bit and made, oh, made okay. new holes in the wall. <laughs> Uh, I thought maybe you just filled it in with toothpaste and let it dry and then just jammed it in there. I could have. The holes already messed up. I would have had to, like, fill it with stuff, and I didn't want to have to go to a store and buy stuff. Mm, So I just raised it a couple inches from where it was. Also, I fixed the curtain rod in our bedroom, which had the exact same problems. I tripped and pulled the (laughs) curtains down, (laughs) and the curtain rod had fallen down a couple months ago. In the future, I shall not invite this Ben character into my forest again. That's it cannot happen. 
What am good, I gonna pull down? I'm gonna trip and like knock down a tree. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Ben is a real like uh, like '90s SNL Chris Farley sketch come to life, just tripping and falling on things. Well, the, to be fair, the one the one in the bedroom actually it was a few months ago. That was because the cat was suddenly having kittens, and in a rush mm. to get to where the kitten <laughs> box was, I tripped over a chair and like just fell and hit the curtains, and like they went down. And the rod, the entire rod came down on top of me. But I fixed that uh, by raising it up a couple inches. Very good. That's my solution to putting anything back up. I have a silly cat story, so. Ooh, I like cat stories. Yeah, it's great. You know, sleeping in my bed one day, and then uh, my cat decided to have kittens right on my bed. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. This is... Yeah, it was quite unfortunate, and I decided to go wake everyone up, and I mean everyone. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah, our cat gave us warning. It was right before we went to bed, so luckily we caught it in time. Very good. But now we only have one left. The other ones died after that fire. What? No, that's not true. We, get, we gave them away. <laughs> All but the ones... going to be slightly, slightly disturbed, since yeah. I am such a kitten fanatic. Yeah, there's a, there was a kitten right next to me, but I don't know where she wandered off to. But, uh, yeah, so I, I put up some stuff, and I actually got some podcast stuff done. We, uh, Brian and I now have a way to read international reviews, and we get emailed and there's a new review instead of the previous zero notification. Yeah, that's true. So we finally we finally got a, a glimpse at our UK reviews from, like, four years ago. So sorry, Robbo and Neil, for not reading your stuff way back then. Also... Yeah. I fixed the feed. It now shows more than the last 25. You can see all yep. like 67 or 8 of the entries. And if Go one doesn't back. work, let me know and I can fix it. Go back to the very beginning. All the hits. Well, yeah. So that's the stuff I got done. Oh, and I organized yeah. the podcast folder, but that's not really as important. Okay. Well, it's always good to get things done. Have that one productive day, and then you can really coast on that for a few weeks. Like, oh, I got stuff done that one day. Yeah, I'm good. I can, I can make it another few months before doing something. Cool. All right. Well, that's your happy hour. I shall let you know, let you in on a little secret. That is my happy hour. It is a recently announced uh, Blu-ray box set. I'm a fan. I collect. I collect physical media because I'm an old man. But uh, this one, this is one I've been waiting for for a long time. It's a, it's a, it's a Amazon exclusive, which is kind of a bummer. But it's a, a the complete collected works of uh, of uh, Hayao Miyazaki. It's all the Miyazaki Hi's, films. Uh, Miyazaki. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad that Bigfoot was here to to. Uh, what, what's the proper pronunciation on that? Uh, Miyazaki. No, the Hi's first a... part. <laughs> Bigfoot. No, you say backwards. You say Miyazaki. Uh, uh, Hi... <laughs> I can I just say Miyazaki-san? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Miyazaki Chun. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the proper honorifics. <laughs> hey, uh, Ben, are you a Miyazaki? What's your favorite Miyazaki film? Have you seen any of those? Sound of Music. Nope, nope, not even close. Uh, I'm so I'm not. I'm not a huge Spirit fan away. of the. Oh, Spirit Away. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> That's what? actually one I haven't seen. <laughs> I have that one. I've been waiting for the Blu-ray. I've seen only oh, two God. of them, but I like Spirited Away a lot. Oh, uh, which one did you not like? No, I liked the other one too. I forgot what it's called though, so I named the one I could remember the name of. Uh, is House it, is it Castle? Ponyo. My neighbor uh, no. Torto, Ponyo. Um, the cat that, the cat next door. Lupin the Third. I have Lupin to look the up. Third is good. Uh, let's see. Um, the Wind Rises was good. That was great. 
Mm -hmm. That was a cool one. I loved that film as far as his ending career. <gasps> Princess Mononoke. Oh, that was so good. Castle in the Sky. It, okay. Castle in the Sky is an amazing film. Maybe that's the one I was thinking of that I liked more than Spirited Away. I think it was. Spirited Away has the little girl trapped in the realm and. Which one had the pig people? Yeah. Oh, that's that Porco, Porco Rosso. Or what? wait, there's pig people in. Well, I was moving pig castle. In Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Well, and okay. there's also that like the creepy tall like black ghost that sounds weird but like with yeah. the weird mask on that's like a really fat Faceless. guy yeah that's that movie yeah, that's the... okay it is okay. away then okay cool uh yeah just i mean just catch the listener up in case you don't know um beloved uh animation director from japan like as a, even if you're not a fan of the anime is like i'm not huge into that sort of thing but uh just as an appreciate, uh, uh, like a fan, a fan of, of film, just these are the most beautiful uh, traditional animated uh, films available. They're just uh, truly beautiful works of art. Uh, every one of them. I've enjoyed them all. Uh, they have very good, like, animation stylings. It's all very fluid. Plot mm -hmm. stories are perfect, on point. Yep, see? See, Caleb's a fan too, Ben. Why aren't you, why aren't you more on board with my Miyazaki Blu-rays? <laughs> I am! I've only seen two, and I like both of them that I saw. I just haven't really had a way to see the rest of them. Well, now you can buy the Blu-ray box set, the complete collected works, for, for the low, low price of $230. Wow. Or I'll just wait till after you buy it and then just watch something with you or something. Okay, that's true. Um, yeah, they've been uh, localized by Disney the past uh, several years. So Disney will always hire, like, Hollywood uh, actors to do the English dubs. So... Like Ponyo uh, has Liam Neeson as the as the father character, which Ooh. is weird. And so Tina Fey, right. I, Tina Fey is also in that one. Oh yeah, there's also the the secret of uh, Aaron Yeti. Mm. Aaron the Yeti and Caleb the Bigfoot. Uh, yeah. There, there, see, because I'm usually as as somebody that owns uh, a few foreign films, I usually go with the. The native language like the, the audio track with subtitles but for some reason if it's animated like ah, it's animated anyway just put in just put in english <laughs> audio i'll deal with that it's harder to tell if like the dubbing is off with that mm -hmm. and plus they've done they've done great work with uh going back and fixing the lip sync so it actually looks really good oh cool yeah. mm -hmm. there's yeah. only some good stuff that is dubbed the rest of it you really want to watch it in the original japanese language I think oh, any... Death Note, I preferred subbed, not dubbed. Yeah, Death really? Note was a good subbed. I hated that, but it was good. Um, I never finished it. Tokyo Ghoul is one of the newest ones that a lot of people love. It is better to watch subbed than dubbed. What about Pokemon, the animated series? Pokemon will always be dubbed, always, forever. It is the greatest. <laughs> That's so I've seen Death Note, Pokemon, and uh, Case Closed. I saw some of that on TV once. Oh, that was so good. But that was the that's the extent of my anime TV knowledge. Oh. I like uh Cowboy Bebop. That was a good one. I had heard of that. I remember the commercials oh. for Adult Swim or no, not that what is that what it was on? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, it was on Adult Swim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember being like twelve years old and rushing home from school every day to watch the newest episode of Dragon Ball Z on Cartoon Network. 
Ah, yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah, just 20, 20 minutes of, of an anime man charging up. It's like, oh, I'm going to, oh, it's going to be such a great attack when I hit it. Ah. That's exactly and why I misses. started that and then never watched. I was like, it's, I can't, all the episodes look exactly the same. I don't know what's mm. going on because I wasn't there from the start or something. No, yeah, you got to get it on with the beginning. So I was oh, super I, confused the whole time and I just never really watched it. I, I guess my introduction to this style of thing was, of course, the original Speed Racer, which was uh, oh, big. Yeah. Like that, I think that was the, one of the first uh, ones to really be a crossover hit in America. I forgot I'd seen that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Speed Racer. I, I'm also a fan of the Wachowski uh, live-action version of that. Oh, with Jack. With Jack and John Goodman <laughs> as Pops. As the monkey. John Goodman as the monkey. Anyway, that's uh, that's my happy hour. I'm trying to... Save up a little bit of extra cash so I can buy that in November. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caleb. Do you, yes, sir. Do you have a happy hour uh, pick you'd like to share with us? Okay. All I'm right. actually uh, super excited about this upcoming weekend. Oh. So, What's happening this weekend? Unfortunately, I had a weekend up in Charlotte canceled to go play Magic. So instead, I'm going to take a super relaxing weekend of playing magic at home and possibly going to get a massage or something else. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's a good weekend. So magic, uh, magic, the gathering of magics. Yes, yes sir. Magic, the gathering of magics. You know, got to cast all them spells. And... Mm, right, How do you right. play For that the... solo? You get... <laughs> magic <I'm> solitaire. To... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to dress up in disguise and go out to a, a shop in order to play with others. Oh, I think like you're you just going to sit at home and play it by yourself and like play both sides of it. I could play from the other side of the screen if I had power, but I also don't have a laptop, so... What Planeswalker do you play as? I am the Planeswalker. There are no others. Oh, well, what color do you like, then? <laughs> Blue is the best color. I love it. I like that, Only because it's like the illusion it has a lot ones, of... Right? No, it's not specific around illusions, but it's more about countering and intuition. Oh, yeah. Um, and being able to maintain the board, which is why I love it. Um, my main colors that I would play are, it's called Grixis. So it's black, red, and blue. I Ooh. love them. So um, completely dominate the board, which is super fun on its own. Uh, other than that, I'm excited about tomorrow because I'll just be playing League of Legends all day. And... For the uninitiated, uh, League of Legends is a video game on the personal computers. <laughs> it is a MOBA platform, uh, mostly consisting of either 5v5 or 3v3. You also have the options to burst computers if you decide to as well. Oh, all right, all right. Well, I hope to hear more about these MOBAs later <laughs> in the show. All right. Uh, is there anything else? Um, I don't. That's what I'm excited for. I aside from hopefully this promotion that I'm getting at work, that'll be fantastic. Ooh. Ah, Wait, so where does a Bigfoot work? Uh, that is a non-disclosed discretion. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually happen to work over at Circuit City. If you've ever ever heard of it, I thought all those closed down. Well, you know, the barren ruins of it all is still kind of reminisce between them all. I guess that's why no one has ever found you yet. You just worked at Circuit City this <laughs> whole time. Yeah, of course. Not. No that's one a, would think to keep, look there. How, that's how I keep up with, you know, the day-to-day news. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. I love that. Thank you for sharing your excellent weekend plans. 
good luck with your solitary magic and possible <laughs> massage. So wait, are you, are you, wait, I've never had a massage. You go to a place to get a massage? How does that work? You hire uh, someone you know, on Craigslist? Do they, they come to your house? I decided to do it this way just because it's more informal. I'll just get a log and, you know, roll it on my back and oh. wait until all the pressure points go out. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. Other, you know, otherwise I'll get all the ants to do the work, you know, wolves, bears, stomping on me and whatnot. Well, you are the king of the forest. This is true, and king of Circuit City. Well, that does sound fun. Well, we're going to take a quick break before we pick up in the... Good evening, America. Time to play your favorite game. It's Showcase Nerd Down. No, wait, 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 Brian, Brian. No, not Showcase Nerd Down. I'm hosting this time, and it's Nerd Case Showdown. So people who... What? That's just nonsense. Why would you do that? Well, it's a showdown between two nerd cases. I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, uh, if you haven't heard this game before, it was on a couple weeks ago. You have to get the closest without going over, like in Price is Right, to seven questions I will give you. Whoever is closest without going over gets a point. And if both of you go over, I get a point because I am better. Okay. This seems like a very interesting game. Well, here we go. Question one. Angela Lansbury played Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote for 12 seasons. But how many people were killed? Not by her, just in the show's run. I suspect that she killed most of them, to be fair. <laughs> I think she killed all of them. <laughs> you sent me the link to that t-shirt that was a picture of, <laughs> of Angela Lansbury that says, I killed them, I killed them all. I still really want to buy that shirt. Yeah, I need that one for the vacation. I did get, I'd get a lot of thumbs up on that one. That should be our trip shirts. Everybody gets one, yeah. All right, sorry, sorry. The question, how many how many murders occurred in the 12-season run of Murder, She Wrote? Yes, and I found this on some Murder, She Wrote like fan site that said it was mm -hmm. citing the official handbook. And this is just the show. This doesn't include the canonical series of novels that take no. place after the show. Okay, just in the... What about the television movies? Do those count? Because there are uh, four Murder, She Wrote movies... Is that it, aired is, on CBS. I think it's within the 12 seasons. If those were counted as part of an episode, then oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Let's go back. We have to. I'll go back and make a big deal about this. I have to count them all. If you need any hints, I can tell you the population of Cabot Cove or how many episodes there were. I will have to actually know that because I've never seen any of these. I haven't either. <laughs> I had to look it all up. Uh, okay, the population so... of Cabot Cove where she lived is 3,560. And there are 264 episodes. Okay. 264 episodes. So how many people again? Uh, 3,560 people lived in Cabot Cove. How many murders occurred in the... 264 episodes. Okay. 264 right. episodes is 365 people that lived there. Wait, what? All right. 365... No. Oh, yeah, what was the population? 3,560. Okay. okay. 3,560. But I, I will I will point out that not every episode took place in, in Cat yeah. Cove. She did some traveling. I thought the population was. She a murdered. No. She, she she murdered people in other places. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, allegedly. In some episodes, right, um, um, maybe no one died, and some maybe multiple people died. All right, I'm locking in my episode count or my murder count. All right, I got one answer. All right, I got mine. All right, pop your answer up, Brian. 
My answer is 270. All right. So Brian says 270. Caleb Bigfoot says 75. The answer is 286. Wow, it's a lot of murder. That is a lot of murder that she wrote. She needed a lot of source material to write that series of novels. She was very prolific. Wait, is Nightcrawler sort of the movie? uh, Have you seen Nightcrawler? No, I thought he started committing crimes to be the the first one there or something. It's uh, it's a little little bit more ambiguous than that, but kind of. Okay. He crosses a line, but not... Was it really a spoiler if I've never seen it? I just thought that's what it was about. Maybe I don't know. I I, I was shocked to hear, hear on the latest Ingenuity show they were talking about the Book of Eli, and they're like, I won't say there's a there's a spoiler about it. I won't say what the spoiler is, but I the thing that was the twist at the end I thought was just common knowledge plot synopsis stuff. I'm like, oh, is that a twist? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, that's one point to Brian. I get... All right, Qu- cool. Question two: awesome. The hit movie Pixels. Features alien-controlled arcade <laughs> characters in a war with things. Right, hold on Quote. <laughs> in what, what timeline are we talking about? <laughs> well, see, I figured that if since last week you had a TV show question, or two weeks ago, and last week mm-hmm. you had a Happy Madison question. Mm-hmm. You said hit. Hit is the word you said? The hit the movie. Hit yeah. There are no pixel. letters before that. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Okay, all right. Hit movie, Pixels. Yeah, uh, Josh Gad's character sets a centipede high score, earning one point higher than the real record. What is the real record? The real record for centipede. Yes. Also, I have Pac-Man Donkey Kong's high score. Just, I mean, it's not going to be helpful, really, but I have it. This is is not very good right now. Centipede high score. See, that, right, that, that makes a Happy Madison and an arcade question like you had last week. Mm, not bad. My question was about Eminem's Donkey Kong High Score, which I, th- I found legitimately interesting. Not to say that your uh, what? Pixels uh, <laughs> thing is not interesting. <laughs> this is uh, going to be terrible. All right. Uh, I, Brian, I have not you... played I haven't played Centipede uh, that much. I don't really have a firm understanding of how the scoring works, but I have an answer. I played that and Millipede on the Game Boy, but I don't remember the scoring. I didn't care about that. All right, Brian, you get to go first, because yours is on okay. paper. <clears throat> My answer is 815,600... Oh, sorry. 815,162. Okay. All right. Okay. So I have given my answer since most predominant players will at least go into the millions i've decided to hit two million seven hundred fifty and one hmm well the correct answer is sixteen million three hundred eighty nine thousand five hundred and forty eight easily won that one <laughs> all right fair, fair enough yeah pac-man's is like three million something donkey kong is one million something centipede is 16 million <laughs> I wow. had my father back in the day win second place in a Texas championship of Pac-Man. So that's pretty cool. Quite, quite that's true. Feat. I've heard that story from your father. Exactly. <laughs> Are we allowed Wait, to disclose? Hang on. How do you know my father? father? <laughs> Wait. Oh no. Hey. Oh hi. <laughs> we don't know who Bigfoot's father is. Sorry to tell you this, Bigfoot. No. <laughs> All right. So you're tied one-one, and I have zero. Mm-hmm. So I'm losing. Oh. 
Oh, a real barn burner this one is. Right, Yoda question, says. Question three. Cavanaugh Hill near Poto, Oklahoma is billed by the local chamber of commerce as the tallest hill in the world at 1,999 feet above sea level because the mountain is 2,000. However, this is false. What is the actual summit elevation in feet? Okay, I have an answer. Give me, give me that again. Okay, uh, well, there's this hill in Oklahoma that they say is the tallest hill in the world at 1,999 feet. Well, they're lying. So how tall is it really? That's the non-carefully worded to try to avoid loopholes version. Right. It's quite difficult. All right, Brian. I'm taking a classic Price is Right tactic and saying four feet. Four feet tall. It's how tall a that Four hill foot is. tall hill. Yes. <laughs> And Caleb, what's your answer? I have decided to go halfway with this and go 89,005. Whoa, that's a lot taller. Uh, the actual answer is 2,385 feet. So, Brian, you get a point for four. Wait, wait what did they claim it was? 1,999. They said okay, it was one so foot below I... 2,000. It's actually 385 okay, okay. feet above, so it's not the tallest hill. It's just a short mountain. Hmm. They just lied. So it's two... the tallest hill in the world. So Brian 2, Caleb 1. Question 4. Regis Philbin hosted the original run of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire from 1999 to 2001. How many people won the top prize? During Regis's run? During his original run, because he's guest hosted some after that. So just during his original 1999 2001. His initial three-year run. Before it became syndicated on the daytime. Before Meredith Vieira took over. Yeah. And I think I think now it's yeah, Cedric the now, Entertainer. Nope. It's not Cedric anymore. Oh, it's that guy. Steve Harvey? Does he host no. everything now? You'll love who it is, though. Oh, I'm he excited. He was the bodyguard in uh, the newsroom. He plays white chicks. Oh, Terry Crews? Yeah! Oh, I love Terry Crews. That's incredible. He's good actually for him. really good at it. Yeah, he's a really funny guy. Have you guys seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I have not yet. So I, ho I hear he's, it's good. He's, he's very funny in it. Cool. Watch it. Is it on any of the streaming services? It's on Hulu. Yes. Oh. Yep. Have you guys seen Idiocracy? He's the yeah. president. That's oh, yeah, great. he is. I've uh, not seen all right, Brian. Oh, check it out. How many people um, won oh, right. the top prize? I'd say top prize because it wasn't always a million. Wait, did, like, did they run low on cash at some point? Like, <laughs> okay, top prize is 100,000 guys. No, one guy gave was, way too much money. One guy was over that because of... Uh, oh, because they're doing Super Millionaire. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I just said top Oh, prize. okay. Oh, well. Uh, hmm. Ooh, I didn't know we were counting Super Millionaire. Let me can I adjust my, my uh, answer. Oh, you got to just go with what you got. Okay. Four... Four. And Caleb, you said? Uh, I will go with seven. The correct answer. Wait, is that your final answer? Yes, super ask final answer. Question. The answer is nine people. <laughs> oh. do, do, do. I was going to say ten, but then I was like, I have oh. to lowball it. Yeah, yeah, it's always good to lowball it.
Not as much as, not always. So, you lowballed it even more, Brian, and you were wrong. Hey, he's got, he got there. I can tell you who the first millionaire was. It was John Carpenter. Yeah, director of The <laughs> Thing. Yeah, big fan of his work. Halloween, The Thing, Escape from New York, and also he won a million dollars. He called it, he, he, he didn't use any lifelines until the final question, in which he called his yep. dad to just say, Hey, Dad, oh, I want the money. Making himself instantly hateable. <laughs> John America. Carpenter wouldn't need to go on regular millionaire to win a million dollars. You think he'd just go on like the celebrity millionaire, which mm. donate a million to I charity. Don't I don't know I don't if know. he's classified as a celebrity. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if John Carpenter's getting a lot of work these days. I follow him on Twitter. He's playing a lot of video games. That counts. That's just like uh, the YouTuber Markiplier being called a celebrity now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's tied two to two. All right, question six. The video game series Halo has spanned Woo! 11 releases. I'm counting all the non-first-person shooter ones. From Combat now, Evolved are you, are, to Master okay, Chief Collection. Right. And you're counting, you're counting uh, Halo, the Halo 3 ODST, which was an expansion of Halo 3, but yes. sold as its own. Are you I also am. counting the remastered edition? I am. Yeah. Oh. So and Halo. Are you counting, are you counting yeah. the Master Chief Collection, which yeah. is just... A collection of previously released games? Yes. It's 11 releases from Combat Evolved to the Master Chief Collection. What is the number of total units sold to the nearest million? So you won't have to come up with a crazy number. Okay. To the For nearest Halo? million. Yeah, so all answer Halo games. All 11 of them. Even, uh, even Halo uh, Spartan Assault? I think that was on there, yeah. That's a, that's a Windows, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty sure that was on all the right. list. Okay, all right. I have an answer. That's pretty tough considering the series and the way it's platformed and jumped from year to year. That's true. Are you counting, like, um, multiple platforms, like the Halo 2 Vista re-release? Yeah, it counts their announced units sold of every game that's ever been sold. Cross-franchise. Yes. Are you counting Destiny, which is pretty much a Halo game? No. No, that's not, not counting Destiny. <laughs> it's in the universe. It does not mean it's Halo. All right, Brian. Can we count the pre-ordered oh. ones of Halo 5? Mm. It did Halo not count pre-orders. those. This is like from, I think, okay. the end of July, somewhere in the last week of July. They announced <laughs> because, some sales numbers. Because because the, the, the way I've lived my life, and it's a complete mess, right now I have five pre-ordered copies of Halo 5. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, 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 I got to fix that at some point. <laughs> All right, Brian. Oh, you different, Halo different, Wars? different retailers. I have not pre-ordered <laughs> Halo Wars Two yet. Because like Amazon's like, hey, if you pre-order here, you get a special weapon skin. But then GameStop's like, no, pre-order here, you get special armor. Yep. <laughs> right, Brian, how many million sold did the entire franchise sell so far? One hundred and eight million. 108 million. All right. And Caleb, your answer? This is going to be pretty terrible, but I'm calling 8 million on this one. 8 million. I feel like Halo 3 sold at least 20 million. (laughs) Yeah. The correct answer is 65 million. No. Yeah. Almost right in between both of your answers. Another point for you, Caleb. <laughs> you know, I almost feel like I've, I've, I saw that number in the the marketing material uh, for Halo Five or Master Chief Collection. At some point, is like over sixty-five million units sold. Probably sold. this was 
fairly recent news, I think. Mm. All right. They, they should have sold more, and I still maintain Halo 3 has sold 20 million copies. <laughs> it, it might have. All right, question six. Cheers ran for 11 seasons and 270 episodes. It's true. I how can verify many, this. How many unique episode titles, so not with part mm. one, part two, contained a main character's name? That counts mm. first name, last name, nicknames like Coach, Mayday, or Woodman, or Wood of some sort. Mm. So how, how many... many were there? There were 270 episodes. How many of the unique episode titles contained a main character's name? 250 episodes. No, out of 270. Or is that your answer? No, no, no. no. At, it's 270 episodes? Yeah, they're 270 total. So, okay. How, how many of those contained a character, main character's name? And that, so if it was a one-off character, no. that doesn't count. It would not count. No. There were a couple are of you, those. Are you counting... Um, main character like uh like kelly is she a main character woody's wife no it's anyone who was like credited in the opening okay song so i mean that just narrows it down to cliff norm sam coach rebecca carla lilith frazier is there anybody am i missing anybody? woody woody yeah that's it that's everybody i'm pretty sure Okay, and did you find this information like a Cheers fan site? Did you count them all by hand? I went to a Cheers fan site to find an episode list, and then I counted every season two or three times to make sure I wasn't missing any main characters. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. And I'm not counting ones that reference, like, uh, the mailman always rings twice, because that's clearly a reference to Cliff, but that's not his name or, like, major nickname like Coach is or, like, Mayday. Okay, I have an answer. All right, Brian. 142. All right, 142. And Caleb, your answer is? I'm going for the classic punchline of 69. The answer is 77 episodes. Yeah! <laughs> I demand a recount. I can tell you that, uh, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. The eighth season had 12 episodes containing the name of a character. Oh, they're really phoning in that year when it came to naming episodes. And the last season only had four. Oh. Well then. Uh, I will also answer your Halo 3 question, Brian, is that it's 8.1 million copies were sold. Oh. Come on, Brian. Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, sold in quotes. I know that they gave it away as a free game with gold at some point. I bet they got I a think, few million downloads. I think Halo 2 was the number one sold released Halo title so far. Oh. Hmm thus far well clearly caleb has now won but i'll ask the last question to see if brian can make it a little bit closer hey i just want to point out when i hosted the game it came down to the final question That's and even then <laughs> and even then it was hotly debated i thought for sure made, you were gonna get the cheers question right i made it really interesting our car is a 99 toyota corolla that has been to atlanta orlando st louis dallas and various places throughout arkansas it also had a previous owner in the family. But how many miles does the, did the odometer have this morning when I checked? I have an answer. You have no reason to know this. <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I have the exact number, <laughs> like, boom. I'm going for it. What is this nonsense question? Yeah. I needed one more question. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're getting really, like, this is one step above what number am I thinking of. I put this one as the tiebreaker, but there was no tie. I don't want to let it go to waste. Hey, fair enough. 
Fair enough. I mean, you know, you've done some driving, cross-country, almost. That's why I listed some places, because you knew Brian. I don't think Caleb knew the place we've been to. So Previous owner. I don't know where the previous owner's been. It was, I think, Megan's how grandparents. Many, how many miles on what? On the odometer, does it, or how many, whatever the car list. All right, Brian. Your answer is oh, drum roll. <laughs> Build up the suspense. Oh, the anticipation. My answer is four hundred twenty thousand, Bob. Four hundred twenty thousand. All right. All <laughs> Caleb, right. your answer is. My answer is going to be four hundred thousand and one. It's a oh. real small window there. Okay. <laughs> The correct answer of mileage according to the odometer in the car, last we checked, is 91,368. That's incredible. You, uh, there's a previous what? owner? Yeah, previous what? owner didn't drive it a whole lot. <laughs> That's amazing. Ah. That, that car, for, for, for such an old automobile, a 99, you said. Yeah. No spring chicken. Incredible shape. Great, great mileage. I drive a 90... 6 GMC pickup, and it's got like 105,000 miles. I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> yeah, the car now, the main character in Mr. Mercedes drives is a 2004 Toyota Corolla, and they talk about his is all beaten up. Ours is fine, other than the cracked windshield and the missing tires. Mm, all right. <laughs> no, that's a lie. <laughs> so, you got the point for that one. I got one point! I was hoping I would. <laughs> all right, and that's how we play Nerd, Nerd, Nerd Down. Now, the final score, Caleb 4, Brian 2, Ben 1. That's all. Taking this as the win. That's, that's all we at have. At least I beat Ben. Well, that's, I mean, I have very little chance. If I get that answers too, I would win. That's all the time there is for Nerd Case Showdown. Tune in next time to some guest and Brian didn't write the questions. Good night, America. everybody now that ben has gotten his revenge in the form of game show questions it's time for a little uh, bubber petrol ben what is your bubber petrol uh i'm bummed it's it's a really probably first world problem type bummer really short little issue i have so i've recently been reading mr mercedes that stephen king book that brian's talked about mm -hmm. and well this isn't my bun patrol, but they didn't have hardback at the store, so I had to go paperback. But at least oh, it wasn't no. paperback. It's still, like, big paperback. Mm. It's not like a mass market paperback. Those are the worst. Like, yeah. a little squat. Mm. Yeah. It's not like that, luckily. It's a little bigger than that. It's just, like, a slightly smaller version of the hardback. That's not my cool. bun patrol, though. Uh, so I've been reading it, and I accidentally flipped two pages instead of one without oh, reading no. it right away. Spoilers! And, well, I'm going to change what it said so it's not spoiler or anything. But we're like, oh yeah, someone's just walking around his house. I flip two pages, and the next line something about how he feels the bullet in his chest. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> what just happened? You're just uh, walking around the house, you feel a bullet in your chest. We've all been there. And I, I read like a couple more lines, I'm like, wait, this doesn't make sense anymore. So I go back and saw that I skipped a page accidentally. And now I'm reading, I'm like, oh no, this is the wrong kind of foreshadowing. I'm not supposed to know in advance that you get shot on the next page. And it's not a spoiler. That's not what happens. There's just things like that have happened to me in the book. And it's kind of frustrating when I accidentally 
So now every time I flip a page, I make sure I look at the number count just so I know I haven't skipped too many. It sounds terrible. So is it is it the poor quality of the paperback causing this to happen? No, it's the poor quality of my fingers. Oh, get better fingers. I need to start doing that thing that like teachers would always do where they lick their finger and then turn the page. I never uh, yes. that. And then you and you do like a like a trademark your own Colonel Sanders type catchphrase or like this book's finger looking good. Oh, we should do that. Why did we do that for the edible readables? No, we should have. Ah, missed opportunity. Well, that's all my bum patrol, really. All right, book stuff. So brief and to the point, I like it. I have also fallen victim to that before. So it is very relatable. Relatable readables. Yep, yep. Oh, here's my bummer patrol. It is an obsessive uh, kind of problem I have sometimes where I'll get a book and I'll start reading it. And because I'm a terrible person who hosted a spoiler-free Lost podcast for years, at some point within the first few days of reading the book, I will flip to the last page and read the last sentence just so I know the closing sentence. Like, okay, it's a good closing sentence. Okay, let's go back. Let's, let's see how we get there. I did that with Ready Player One, and I saw one character's name. I was like, oh, wait, now I know they don't die. It was oh, okay, no. because like, no one died in that book, so who cares? Oh, spoilers. Not really. <laughs> okay, but here's my true bummer patrol this week. This is a, I'm taking a page out of the Ben playbook. Ooh, that's not I'm a going good to, thing. I'm going to complain about a food item I don't care for. What? Normally it's a happy thing, that I, a happy food item I do care for. Nope, nope. And I might catch a lot of heat for this, uh, because, you know, I, I, I've been well-established at this point as being a real proper southern gentleman who enjoys the finer things in life like a like a mint julep and a, <laughs> uh, a, a ever had tea. one of the no, mint juleps I, I don't know what mint julep is uh but i i enjoy i enjoy a, a sweet tea from time to time although i'll also drink like a hot british style tea as well i'm I not for hot tea. tea i'm not a tea purist i am hot tea all the way mm. I will say, though, one food item that I do not care for, uh. there aren't many, but chicken and dumplings, not a fan, don't like them. I've never had oh. that. It all, I don't know what it is, but it always sounded good, because I like chicken, and dumplings sounds fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's how I would describe chicken and dumplings. It's like a chicken soup with, like, Biscuits that were cooked wrong in them. It's like, oh, you boiled dough. Oh, oh, man, there's some good boiled dough in this weird chicken soup. It's a textural thing, right? Like, you don't like that makes sense. Uh, certain textures. It's like like kind of gooey, weird. I just, I've never been a fan. Not to say. Chicken and dumplings can be very good, but on a solo basis, it's kind of hard when you don't have a lot of stuff mixed in. Like, if mm. you, do a, you can do a ramen, and it's really good. But you kind of have to pick and choose your styling on it. So I get where Brian's coming from. Okay. Are you, are you saying, though, that I just I haven't had the right chicken and dumplings yet? Yeah, you haven't had the right ones mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at. So mostly you've just gotten the plain, boring ones. Okay. Just right. like me, I've never gotten the right hamburger. I just always get the plain ones. 
That's true. Ben doesn't have to eat hamburgers. That's I don't like problem. hamburgers. I don't like condiments. All right. First of all, you're a man. You should know how to eat a hamburger. And no, it's not I know plain. how. I just don't <laughs> like hamburgers. Now he's just like rubbing on his face. This it, guys. <laughs> how do I do I eat it? <laughs> no, I just don't like hamburgers. I'm not a big cow fan. Oh goodness. Yeah, exactly. I can tell you, I'm a big cow fan since I have to eat from the fields from time to time. Oh yeah, you better. Oh, you <laughs> isn't that the chupacabra? <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know the truth. So sadly, this is not With going there, well there, for that's me. There's Latino no chupacabra. Uh, you know, when you're laid out at night and you just want to eat something, I just brought my stuffed animal with me and just kind of oh. messed it all up. Like every summer, Bigfoot takes a vacation down to Mexico and starts just eating cows. That's where all the good ones are. Now, well, about chicken and dumplings, what I always pictured for some reason, because I don't think I've actually seen them in person, which is weird because I live in the South. You think I would have. Mm-hmm. I always pictured it to be like hush puppies, but with a little bit of chicken inside. No, there's no. I, there's nothing in a dumpling. It's, well, that's what I thought just, when I hear that. I think, oh, yeah, like little dough balls. Inside. It, it's, it's boiled a, dough, right? It's that's pretty dough much it. with some chicken, but not... A lot. And I will join Brian his crusade against dumplings of the chicken and variety. So I said you have to find the right one. It's usually with ramen that you can find over in Asia or if you go to an imported town. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm, you know, I'm I'm open to trying new things. If you if you want to take me t- to like a proper uh, like ramen place where I can get good dumplings, let me know. But that at that point, it's a different kind of dumplings. I'm talking about like yep. classic Southern chicken and dumplings. Not a nope. fan. It's just, the worst. Just go to like next time the food truck's around. Go to the dumpling truck. The dump truck. Yep. That, I, go to the no, dump truck and eat a mouthful of dumplings. <laughs> this does not sound good. Nope. Nope. <laughs> you know, and I'm not a terrible. I'm not a terribly choosy eater. If I come home from like a long day of work, and I'm like, ah, oh, oh work, oh another day. Knows the grindstone and such grindstone, and they're like, "Oh, we have we have chicken and dumplings for dinner." And then I'll just begrudgingly be like, "Okay, let me eat some of that because it's dinner time and I'm hungry." <laughs> but I won't enjoy it. I won't even almost enjoy it. Oh. Yep. Anyway, that uh, that's it. Chip- chicken, chicken and dumplings. Chicken. 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 I don't know why I'm saying chicken that way. Chicken. <laughs> chicken. Yeah. Uh, Chicken and dumpins. I would dumplings. say that's a, that's a pretty fairly good choice as a Bummer Patrol. Mm, thank you. That's how it's done. Do you have a follow-up Bummer Patrol? I do, uh, sadly enough. I had um, my little one be a little sick today. Oh. Um, which was no good. Uh, she recently had shots, and she was, and I mean, heated as I could cook an egg on her heated. Ooh quite terrible did you try pan i didn't no i do not try we could have tried and like (laughs) then fed her the eggs (laughs) try as i might i don't want to disturb her sleeping as much as she growls you know waking the young big footians is kind of rough around the edges uh (laughs) the only other true will bummer patrol i have is a co-worker of mine oh Oh, circuit city Oh, yeah, absolutely, Circuit City. Uh, She is basically, I don't know how to put this in kind words, but I will say that she's very brash, and um, I have to clean up after her all the time, which is super fun. But I guess uh, that's what I get for being in a leadership position. Is she a woodland animal? 
<laughs> She's quite feral, I will tell you that. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, other than that, my my very down plays would um, would be in League of Legends as I can't get out of this cursed bronze. It is the worst of all time. Is that a particular ranking in the League of Legends video game on the personal computer? Uh, yes, sir, it is. Actually. I know Diamond is, is it... good. Diamond. Platinum. Yeah, Platinum. The tiers go uh, Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond, Challenger. Oh, Ooh. is Bronze the lowest? Bronze is the lowest of the low. <laughs> and where all the filthy scum of the earth are because you can't oh. scrape them off of your boot because they will stay forever. Oh, man. Sorry to hear that. So, oh, so we got three for uh, low League of Legends ranking, bad coworker, and worst of all, ill child. As a as a fellow parent, I know it could be really uh, difficult when you have a sick child at home. <laughs> oh, uh, guys, I have, I have kids. Have I not mentioned that before? <laughs> I, I thought it would have come up before. <laughs> How many do you have, Brian? Oh, like, you know, I had seven last time I counted. I don't know. Wait, wow. Wait. I do know that this was an ongoing family that Brian did have with my brother. <laughs> so I, I can actually confirm this. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. You can, t- you can talk about this. This is, yeah, this was an ongoing joke uh, I had with a cousin uh, where when I was, I, I mean, I was like 15 at the time, something like 15. And that means he would have been. Nine? Uh, yeah, something like nine. Wait, wait, Brian. So I was 15. Nine or eight. Your your cousin is Bigfoot. God, I don't want to. Let's not. <laughs> You're related to Bigfoot. Much. Is that how we found Shh, him so easily? Behind no. I I would I would see him uh, and I'd be like, Hey, hey, man, how's it going? I'm not good with people. He's like, Hey, what's up? And uh, to make small talk, I'd be like, Oh, how are the kids? And he'd be like, Oh, they're good. They're they're doing really well. Um, you know, uh, Jason just started school. I'm like, Oh, cool, cool. And he's like, What about you? I'm like. Yeah, man, Marty, he, uh, man, he, he burnt the rug. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. It's just a handful, you know, but it's it's rewarding. And um, we did this frequently for many, many yes. years, up to the point up to the point where it stopped being funny. And it's like, oh, I, we, I guess we're, like, age-appropriate where we could have children, and it's not fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, 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 that was – I got a kick out of that for a long time, just – and it, there'd be, like, ongoing stories where it's like, well, he, he tried out for the football team and didn't make it, but then he found his true passion, which was music, so we're they really supporting have, that. They would have this small talk at dinner. <laughs> yeah. At dinner. At the dinner and table. And, like, like, there are other, there, there are other people. There are, like, four other people at this table, and we're, like, subjecting them to the, this. This is, like, this is just for us, but we're going to do this right now. <laughs> Nobody else cares. Glazed over, like, <laughs> They're doing it again. Let's just ignore them and hope they stop. <laughs> well, we would we, carry on like a five-minute-long conversation about these fictional children. The it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. I miss my fictional children. What happened I to them? I think I killed them off at some point. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, you know, they moved out. Who knows? Well, you know, next time I see them, it's been a while. Next time I see them, I'll be like, oh, how are the kids? Yeah, that would be great. Would it be weird okay. if I asked him that if I see him next time I'm there? <laughs> Maybe. It might be weird. So I probably shouldn't. 
And that that was actually a spinoff. You know, same guy. We we had like we used to just quote uh, a line from the movie movie Shrek that got that was really, or one of us would be like, hmm, like you know Shrek, you know whatever. It gets a lot of flack. I enjoyed that first movie. I'm making waffles. Time. No, it was one of us would go like, uh, do you know the Muffin Man? It's like uh, the Muffin Man. Yeah, that would be it. That would be we would do that a lot. Who lives on uh, Julie Lane? Yes, I know the Muffin Man. She's married. Yeah, that dumb thing. We She's yeah. Married to the Muffin Man. A lot of joy. A lot of joy there. Uh, anyway, uh, Bumper Patrol is down in the history books, so we're gonna move headward. Move headward to <laughs> Warpeth Zone. Let's go. Bleep bloop bleep bloop. Video games, guys. Bleep bloop bleep bloop. Brian, that's not how video games sound anymore. That's the ones I do sound that way. The ones you do? <laughs> the it's ones the one I do. The ones they do. I, guys, uh, video games really went downhill after Tron. Have you seen <laughs> Tron? Man, what a great film. I have not seen that film, unfortunately. Jeff Bridges. Nuff said. <laughs> but uh, we're here to talk about real video games. Uh, ben, you been playing anything uh, of note? Yeah. Well, other than Binding of Isaac, which I'm not going to cover again because that was my happy hour a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, Rare Replay is this cool game. Uh, or a collection of games, oh, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a good point. It's a collection of games by the company called Rare, who made all oh. sorts of really good games, some of which are not included because of licensing things, and some because Nintendo owned them, like the Donkey Kong Country series on uh, Super Nintendo. And also, Goldeneye didn't come along. It's kind of a shame, but at least we got Perfect Dark. Uh, I bought it initially because there's going to be a way for me to play Banjo Kazooie and Tui, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, uh, Perfect Dark, the newest Banjo Kazooie that I've played before. I wanted a way to play these games and grab by the Ghoulies. I've always wanted to try and Battletoads, I never got to try. And so what? I got this. I've never got a chance to. I never had it on the what? Nintendo Battle regular. Battletoads is a classic if you haven't even played it. You haven't played Battletoads? What's wrong with you? I have now on here. It is, the, it is the, one of the hardest NES games to play. Oh, uh, the bike level? Yes, it's the I, worst. Bike's not that bad. Well, it's worse is level 11, where you chase by the stupid swirly thing. That's really hard. They, they go all the way back to some year I can't read from here. But to some arcade game that was on like the saw oh, crap the Sinclair ZX or something, I think it's called the ZX because yep. it's in the UK. There's like Jetpack and Lunar something, Lunar Jetman, Attic Attack, Saber Wolf, all sorts of crazy games. It gets like NES stuff like Snake Rattle and Roll, RC Pro Am, Cobra Triangle. Then you get some Battletoads arcade and NES version. Blast Core, Jet Force Gemini, all sorts of crazy games. Like 30 other uh, games. Jet Force Gemini. It was great playing that on the 64. I've tried playing that one. It works less well control-wise, but they have they patched in oh, modern controls. The controls are uh, god-awful. Yeah, They're but the they worst. patched in better controls now, which is nice. Of course they did. <laughs> but uh, the game's really worth it if you want to play like even like four or five of these games. It's 30 games for $30. And it's like what ten thousand gamer score total, I think. Uh, Xbox I only One only. Wanna play, I only want to play one of those games. Is this still worth thirty dollars? It is. You could at least try some of the other ones. I'd play Perfect Dark with you. That's like an N sixty four first person shooter that you can play. It was it's a three sixty version that they made. Oh, right, right. But, the updated but, one. But it's included, and so you can play online co op or counter op, oh, nice. I think even. 
and it's really fun. I love Perfect Dark. I only want to play Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> you played that for hours. I did. It's a great game. I did like that game. It's no Banjo Kazooie, but it's still it was still good. I didn't think it was bad. Conquer's Bat Fur Day. That's worth playing. Is it today in like a modern context worth going back to? It still is. The references you'd still get. And it's okay. supposed to be a parody of those platformer games. It still kind of is one. But there are there are several genre switches in this game. And I know how you like genre shifts, Brian. I, I do like a genre shift. You're right. Just to let you know, Conquer's Bad Fur Day is like super rated M. Really? Yeah. Well, one of the bosses is a, a giant poo monster. And he, he oh, sings yeah. opera and he curses. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay, uh, what about Grab by the Ghoulies? Have you played any of that? I have. That was on the original Xbox, and I've seen it referenced mostly in Nuts and Bolts, Banjo-Kazooie. Mm, nice. I don't like this when it's one part of that game where you're inside of a computer console or something. And oh, yeah, it's a Grab by level. the Ghoulies disc on the ground. Yes, yes. That game is kind of um, cool. And, you know, Rare, uh, the developer, uh, they're mad British. Oh, and... yeah. Over, over there, over there, the title "Grab by the Ghoulies" plays quite differently, thanks to British slang. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to that, like you can play all the games, and they even have a mode where you can put in infinite lives if you're having trouble with something oh, like battle like codes. <laughs> okay. Uh, they have a rewind feature you can do. We can, I think, rewind up to like 15 or 30 seconds if you messed up, which is very helpful in Battle Toads in the uh, Turbo Tunnel part. And that stuff's pretty helpful. Uh, they have snapshots, which are like mini challenges you can do in some of the games. Like, oh, get through this level without getting hurt or something. And okay. you can unlock a bunch of behind-the-scenes videos with the original developers of these games talking about it. Or like showing you who did the voices, and you get to hear them do the voices. And like mm. the music guy, they're talking about the music and all the little featurettes and making ofs. They're really cool. All right. Well, that sounds neat. It is. That's, that is my... Video game picks of the week. Oh. Warp Zone pick. Right. Nice, nice. You play anything else? Just the rare replay? Well, I've been, replay? I've been playing, like I said, uh, Binding of Isaac. Mm. I play a little bit of The Swindle. Classic. Uh, Timbo, The Elephant. I can't say the other word in the podcast because this P podcast is PG. And the word oh, is Bad Butt is Elephant. Timbo? Is it Tambo? Timbo, The Bad Butt Elephant. Oh, right, right. I can't say that word in the podcast. Uh, that's what I've been playing mostly. Those four games, but mostly right. Binding of Isaac more than Rare okay. recently. But I mean, I covered that some. And... Binding right. of Isaac is one of the greatest uh, dungeon crawler games, actually. Yeah, we'd go on on a huge tangent if I started that. So, yep. <laughs> Brian, you go. I have to go. Let a cat inside. All right, I'll talk about video games I've been playing. Uh, I played some uh, Batman Arkham Knight. It is the third entry in the Batman Arkham series. They've got Kevin Conroy voicing the Batman, best known for his work in the animated series. It's pretty good. I punched some dudes in the esophagus and <laughs> threw them off buildings. Um, and then eventually I got tired of it and stopped playing because that's how I play video games these days. Uh, then I played a little bit of The Witcher 3, the third in the Witcher series. Oh, uh, yep, The Witcher. And a Witcher is like a magic man, what kills monsters. I uh, played about 10 hours of that before I got bored. Never played it again. 
Uh, what else? What else? Oh, um, you can't just stop playing The Witcher all willy nilly. I might try to play more at some point. But these games, man, they're so long. They're so massive. They don't fit into my adult life. Like I'll play it for a while, and then I'll stop. And then at a certain point, enough time passes where it feels like it'd be weird to go back. We'll start Batman. You're getting close to the end. I can understand where you're coming from with that, which is why I play a lot of MOBAs. And mm-hmm. Binding of Isaac, see, you can do a I like the first. See, yeah, there, there are certain games that fit well in my life in little chunks. Like uh, for the past uh, four months now, I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat X, which is uh, really cool because I've never really taken the time to properly learn a fighting game before. And it's actually really, really interesting once you get to understand the systems, uh, how how the different moves counter each other. Uh, there's a lot of strategy there. Uh, the really interesting thing I'm finding about fighting games is there are two levels. You have your uh, first level of just strategy. You have to know when to do what move or what character to pick against who. And then even if you know that, you also have to get the execution down. So I've got to use my old man hands to push forward X, Y, Y, back forward B, uppercut, and then catch a throw just to pull off this 15-hit combo. And I can only do it like 5% of the time, but when I do, it's really rewarding. Those are always great games to play. I, I used to do a lot of uh, Marvel vs. Capcom back mm. when my dad had the arcade in the house. That was the greatest. Uh, nobody liked playing with me because I would good. always win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, f- I find the most important thing about a fighting game is you have to have a group of people around you that are roughly the same skill level. That's true. Which I have for Mortal Kombat, which makes it really fun. So if I have like 10 minutes, I can sit down and play three or four matches. I'm not great at most fighting games. The only one I'm good at, it's it's not the same as most fighting games, but Smash Bros. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. It's a lot different than other ones. Mm-hmm. But I like that beast. there are a set, like, ways to do combos or like or moves you don't have to memorize weird combos for each character you just have to memorize what the buttons do for each person and yeah, how too that bad you can't jungle uh juggle with king ddd anymore i don't think I've, i mostly play samus and link i like playing that though it's just nice when you can play with people who are like really really good what are you doing with your life kirby is one of the best players of all time in that game uh, nah, I do, I do pretty okay. I win fairly often against people who say they're good. Not like yeah, not like competitive good, but <laughs> but like good good. Like they were I, crazy and we were all rolling around and throwing stuff. I am quite the player in that game, but I will say Kirby is my all-time main character in that, only because he has basically every move set available mm. to him. So yeah, you can steal the powers of others, right? It's like of I course. can do anything. Sam is boring. That's why I was playing Mario. Anything you can do, I can do better. Wait, they, no, I thought you could do anything slightly weaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's about it. Oh, I have. Um, last time we did this segment, I talked about the Life is Strange game that is episodic. Uh, I had only played the first two episodes. Now I've played episodes three and four. I think it gets better over time. Uh, I've find myself really attracted to this new adventure game episodic model where like every few months they'll just drop an, an episode that I can play for two or three hours and then be done with it for a while and then come back to it later. That really, uh, that's, that's a really great format. Um, in the newest episode, a character is like, Hey, 
let me quote a piece of poetry. Robert Frost, The Road Less Traveled. And I just laughed and laughed. Uh, it was the best. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind the episodic thing as much if it were, like, maybe every weekend or every other weekend. But when it's so Oof, far no. apart and I don't know Too when the much. next one's coming, I don't even want to bother yet. I, wanna, I don't like to play them all every single episode in one day. At least try to mm. separate them out, maybe by like days or weekends. That's how I played uh, Wolf Among Us. Every Sunday, I would, every Sunday night, I would play like the next episode for five Sundays in a row once they were all out. But when it's mm. months so apart, I, mean, I lose. I might not be interested in the game anymore at that point. I might not be in the mood to play it. And then oh, that's what happened. They, I wasn't in the mood to play episode two. Not to wait when I'm in the mood again. I'll play all four. After for me, it just I, I like the time between episodes because it gives you time to kind of it gives me time to kind of process it and kind of live with it and carry it around i'll kind of forget about it for a few weeks and then something will remind me like oh yeah yeah that's that cliffhanger i wonder what they're gonna do i it reminds me of um like lost like when lost was at its prime it's that, that it game's just, not it, like lost <laughs> it's just like lost it's the same thing exactly no you don't know you haven't gotten to the point where they find the hatch bin what? i still still won't believe you and uh, Brothers. Have you guys played Brothers? Everybody check out Brothers. It's great. It was on the 360, and I have it yep. for free, but then they released it on the Xbox One, and it's paid, so I'm not going to bother. It's uh, Wait, it was a free game at some point? I paid for it. it uh, was, I think um, it was. Oh, I enjoyed it. I didn't mind paying the $15 for it. It's a short experience, but a uh, cool little puzzle game. Uh, surprisingly uh, emotionally impactful. Well, I just didn't want to pay for it because I have it for free since I gave it away. But mm. I guess they're not going to backwards compatible that game, and the 360's dead. So oh, your th your 360's dead. Well, the uh, the power brick is, and I just haven't bothered getting a new power brick yet. Right, those are expensive. Been, I haven't been using it as much anyway. Oh, I guess I shouldn't name two more video games that I'm looking forward to playing. Like next week, I think they come out. Uh, they've already been out on other things forever, but Xbox is finally getting uh, Octodad that I really want to play by myself mm -hmm. and co-op with Megan. Mm -hmm. and uh, Don't Starve Giant Edition. I've been wanting to play that one forever. I even have it on the computer, but I'd rather just play it on the TV with a controller because the laptop can do some major slowdown. Ah. Yeah, that game sounds interesting. I might check it out myself. Do Not Starve. And uh, there's a Mad Max game coming out in a few weeks that I want to check out. It looks a lot like the Batman games, so instead of Batman punching dudes in the esophagus, it'll be Mad Max. So Driving into the and esophagi. Yep, and all the all the weird car stuff would make more sense in Mad Max. So still makes sense in Batman. He has a Batmobile. Nobody's favorite part of Batman is the Batmobile. I went. I saw a Batmobile live. Oh. I forgot when that was or how it happened or almost like in every concert, detail like of a it. Singing Batmobile. Yeah. Did did do the hits? No, I I really like driving it around. I had a lot of fun. Like I drive it around and like super grapnel jump out of it and start gliding around for a while. And then I just mm -hmm. poop, land back in it. You poop. I pooped land back, back in, in the Batmobile. <laughs> you pop out to poop, land back in. All right. Well, that's everything I've been playing. So time to turn it to a new host of the show. Caleb is going to enlighten us about this new trend sweeping the nation of MOBAs. And for those who don't know, uh, MOBA is an acronym that stands for Mobile Operation Base Assignment. Uh, whoa, you exactly. slow your roll there about that one. <laughs> um, I do love playing myself some League of Legends, which of course MOBA is Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. Oh, of course, um, right, right. Of course. I hate most of those words. As I explained before, well, multiplayer is very scary, of course. 
Um, I do love it quite a lot. I have been playing it for since Alpha. So it's been quite a few years. Um, you got a, a tremendous different number of characters that you can play as. You just got to make sure to destroy the enemy's nexus. It's basically uh, destroy, capture the flag for anyone that oh. catches that kind of reference. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So I'm excited to be playing that, of course, like I said, during my weekend off, which will be super awesome. Um, for anyone that does actually play it, I do play main Annie mid is my only good one that I love. Aside from that, Sona support all the way. So, uh, MOBAs. Uh, so, if I understand this correctly, uh, it, it is a free-to-play format. You can buy additional characters, but it costs nothing to get your foot in the door. You can try it for free. Yep, it is a free-to-play that you can do. Um, you can even buy all the characters uh, by playing games. You earn what's called influence points, and you can use them to buy your characters, or you can use them to buy runes. Um, otherwise, they do have other forms of which you can do it, which are called right points. You buy with real money to buy the characters or skins that they may have. Mm. So, for example, Sona is a muse. She plays with a heart. Um, you can change her skin, and my favorite skin for her is Arcade Sona. So instead of playing with a heart, she plays with a... Um, arcade keyboard. That's pretty oh, cool. Like so nice, joystick, nice. buttons and all. It's great. Um, they have some great jokes in there. Um, uh, they have taunts and jokes and stuff, which is awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the only other game I'm super excited that I've been playing for a while now is Fallout Shelter. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, uh, that's the like mobile phone uh, kind of warm-up game for Fallout 4, right? Yeah, uh, I will say it's kind of Farmville-ish, and mm. it, it does take a, it does have some time features to it, of course, with oh. most of the MOBA mobile games we'll have. Oh, are there um, MOBA mobile games? <laughs> <laughs> there are, actually, in fact. There are two of them. I do oh. not play them because I could care less. Yeah, how good could garbage. those be? <laughs> it's not because they're garbage. <laughs> I don't have the time to play it when I'm at work, which is what Fallout Shelter is for. Wow. So if anyone who is a big franchise player for Fallout or even mm. Skyrim for that matter, mm. I would say take a look at this game. Honestly, I check at back at it every few uh, minutes to update it on my people. They go out into the wasteland, capture some mm. items mm. for me. Um, it's very nice. I, 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 yeah, as we've been recording this podcast, I, I've seen you check your phone every five minutes or so to see who's back from the wastelands. Yeah, well, you send them back and you can recall them whenever you need to, but I always make sure that I have all my food, energy, and water source all the way up. Um, of course, because you are running the vault. You are the overseer. So you have to make sure that you have a great population of people. People can come in, or you can have them make babies of course so it has a sim stylish to it uh, mm. but you designate all the work which is nice yep. wait so you're wait you're breeding people it's a people farm uh, yeah i basically breed all these people and huh. you have <laughs> objectives that you can complete and you never run out of objectives you can it goes on cats. forever yep are there any are there any hooks is it going to tie into fallout 4 in any way like can you unlock items for the full, full fallout 4 game uh, that's what I'm quite interested in. I, I don't, think, I don't think they'll do anything with it. 
I think they'll honestly just keep it as a mobile platform. It's just like its own thing to kind of keep like interest in the series. Yeah, yeah as it goes on, because at the main menu title, it does take you over to the website to go check it out. Are we um, just checking in where everybody stands here? Everybody in the podcast, we're all Fallout people over Elder Scrolls, right? Is that? Uh, that's where I am. I prefer okay. my post-apocalyptic a little bit more. Yep, me too, me too. I'm yeah, not... Fallout's better. All right, cool. I mean, it's not better. We just, uh, as where we lean. As far as a, a multiplayer roleplay standpoint, which is great. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I do love myself Mass Effect. But oh, yeah. considering the genre styles, I do love Fallout a little bit more because it's more open source. All right. Well, very cool. Thank you for teaching us about MOBAs and Fallout shelters. Hey Brian, if we're going to talk about mobile games, I have a couple random mobile games I've been playing. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right, so I've been playing a couple mobile games. They aren't, like, super intensive or anything. It's just you do stuff, and then you just wait, and then you do more stuff. Fallout uh, shelter? Uh, even less involved than that. One is Whoa. called... Adventure Capitalist. Like Venture Capitalist, but Adventure. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, it's a game where like you buy a lemonade stand and you can click it once. Yeah. And like after like a second, you get some money from that lemonade stand. And oh now, do you actually like this? Is it any good? Well, it's not really like, it's I'm bored. I'm gonna play a little bit of this game. Oh you like you buy yeah, lemonade stand, and then later on you, you click it, a second later you get some money. You can keep clicking it. And every second later, you'll get money. And then eventually, you'll have enough to buy like, a newspaper stand or a car wash. And it goes all the way down to, I think, like an uh, oil derrick or oil field or something. And you can keep buying more and more of them to get more money. Uh, you buy enough, it'll speed up or something. You can buy managers to click it for you, which is the best thing. The best thing about the game is that it clicks when you're not around. So you can just close it, open it back up. Hey, I got a bunch of money. All I have to do is click a couple times, buy some more upgrades, close it out. It's just like a busy game, like you're in the car or waiting in a line. Mm. Do a little something. Uh, eventually, you can even unlock a second place called the Moon, where you can like start mm. brand new stores there, kind of starting from scratch, except the balancing there kind of sucks and it's way too slow. There are no ads at all, only optional ones. You can watch one, and it'll give you four hours of double speed, which I'm totally okay with. There are no pop-up ads, no like top or bottom ads anywhere. There's none anywhere except for optional to speed up your money production. So I just can, that's not a game I play like all the time because you can't. It's just open it every few hours. Also, I've been playing Make It Rain. Ooh, Make it rain. sounds dope. Yeah. Uh, the point of the game is to make it rain money. So you have like a dollar okay. bill on the screen, and you just like flick it forward, and you got $20. You flick it again, $20 more. So you just make it rain. And like the other game, you can buy upgrades to earn money for you while you're gone. Or where you, you can upgrade the money amount you get. So you can make it like $100 bills eventually or like a million dollar bills. And the it's one of those games where the, the purpose of the game is to just make that number get higher. Yep. Or to buy all the upgrades you can. Make it go higher. Do something. It's, just like, it's another one of the busy things. I just do it whenever I'm like in line or like in line at the like checkout counter or something like oh i'll mm-hmm. check oh i have some money also it's fun to occasionally just make it rain yeah okay. see that's why i play fallout shelter it's just an easy play at work while i'm doing nothing yeah 
I mean, you okay. can't bring Fallout 4 with you to work, so you might as well play Fallout Shelter. <laughs> of course. I, yeah, if we're talking about mobile games, I, uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, but I've recently gotten into to a new, newly released one that I think is you know, pretty pretty high quality in terms of as far as time wasters go. It's Pac-Man 256. I downloaded Woo! that, but I've not opened it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically it's Pac-Man on your phone. Uh, it's like an endless Pac-Man maze, and so it's you know it's cool. So if you're you know have some time to kill, open up Pac-Man, eat some power pellets, eat some ghosts. Uh, yes, yeah, do that for a few minutes. It's a good way to waste time. Uh, doesn't the control like Pac- Pac-Man on like a touch screen isn't great? I don't like the way it feels, but it's adequate for what it's meant to be. Does trivia count as a game? I've been playing Quiz Up sometimes. No, trivia is not a game. Okay, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's why you have your. Up. That's why you have your trivia for life tattoo across your stomach. Oh, you definitely. Well, I, I played like a Friends one recently. They had a new quiz. It's just video game characters that were all incredibly easy. What was a picture of Kirby? And goes, oh, who is this character? And their choice is like <laughs> Manny. Like, no. Anyone playing this this video game character quiz knows that's Kirby. This Italian plumber wears an M on his hat. Luigi. Could that possibly be? Well, it could be Wario. It could be an upside down. Wario. It's Waluigi. Waluigi. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, but uh, there's a lost quiz on here. It says about 94% of all of the questions ever completed. Oh. And I'm a pretty high level at this. I've been at some times, like, first place in Arkansas in Lost. (laughs) So you just have to become number one in the country now. That's going to be tough. They reset every month, though. So if you start right when it resets, you can get number one pretty quickly. Ah, nice. Yeah, it's pretty fun. They have quizzes about nearly everything you would want to quiz. Like, pick a thing that you are a fan (laughs) of. What is this game again? Uh, Quiz Up. It's on phones everywhere that I know of. (laughs) Brian, what do you like? Go. Uh, uh, Justified. All right, let's see if it's a justified one. There is a Halo one. So you could do a Halo quiz. I would be so bad at that. That would be awesome. I don't like Halo. I like Justified. Justified. I only like Justified now. Surprisingly, no one's made a Justified one yet. Well, actually, it's, it's not no one. It's the company. Your quiz is dumb. I hate it. No. They have all sorts of popular stuff, though. Mad Men. Mad Men. Oh, they have to. I know they have Game of Thrones. They might have Mad Men. They're, at the, they're the same thing. I don't like. Wait, yeah, Mad Men and Game of Thrones. Yep, potato, Mad potato. Madden's on here, right next to Madonna in Real Madrid. I don't know what that means. Madonna's a singer. Oh, okay. All right. Well, chaps, that concludes the video gaming segment of the show. It does. Now we'll take a quick break before we pick it up in feedback. Push it, click it, press it, flick it, tune it in, turn it on. This is what you watch it on. Any way you work it, integrate your circuit at the city. Circuit City. Come to the place you're welcome. Technology with a heart. Welcome to Circuit City. Great service is state of the art. The future at your fingertips. Get all the right connections. Punch a key and you can see the new video directions. We can turn your car into an audio star with the one you want for the way you are. 
At Circuit City, trained sales counselors are one of the reasons we get higher customer satisfaction ratings than any other specialty home electronics and appliance chain. I got you down at Gizmo for electric machismo. Some amplitude for the radical dude. We're tuned into your attitude. Come to the place and welcome technology with a heart. Welcome to Circuit City, where service is state-of-the-art. Welcome to Circuit City, where service is state-of-the-art. What's this? A letter for me. All right, Caleb, now that we've done the bummer stroll happy hour and third segment, we do feedback and usually pick it up like this. <clears throat> Time for listener feedback. If you'd like to write into the show, I encourage you to do so. Our email address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com. That's right, I said happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Or check us out on the web at happycast.website. That is our actual URL, happycast.website. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, check us out on Instagram, give us a call and leave a voicemail if you would like. Our number is 77-HAPPY-NUN, that is 77-H-A-P-P-Y-N-U-N. Call us anytime. And uh, if you'd like to help out the show, please tell a friend about the show or leave an iTunes review. And that that concludes Feedback Info. But... But... But we have an email. We do have an email this week. This one uh, is a very special email. I'll go ahead and read it right now. It opens up. This is the Ingenuity's mom. Oh, hi, Ingenuity mom. Ingenuity mom writes in. Uh, Subject line, inside out. She says, I think I know why everyone else's people in their minds looked like the person whose minds they were in. That way you could tell without much thought whose mind they were. Uh, the main character had more original-looking representations uh, for emotions, but the others were only on for short spurts, so they need to be more easily identifiable. What do you think? Does this make sense? Uh, yeah, you know what? Good yeah. point. It's, uh, you, know, uh, you know, of course, the main character, they put more time into the character of her emotions, but uh, it would it have been pretty confusing if you know you jump to every character and they all had five different uh original characters for their emotions so yeah. it does it makes sense it scans better that way uh it was a very smart choice by the folks at pixar and we were fools to doubt them so thank you for thank you for writing in thank you for letting us know uh and now we have uh no more emails but we have a few tweets we do we have uh, a, a handful of tweets from listener Anne. She listened to my review of Ready Player One and it made her feel ancient. I don't know if because I was re- saying stuff the book referenced or I assume it's something like that. It's because you've never heard of The Last Starfighter. Oh. Uh, also, she says that life is too short for any entertainment less than four stars. Don't dig it. Walk away. Yep. Yeah, it's a little uh, life hack pro tip for Q. Uh, for Q? Yeah, Key wrote in about uh, being overwhelmed by oh. too many things. Yeah. Oh, that's what that was about. Mm-hmm. I thought yep, it was just about that, that she was deciding to now not bother with Ready Player One. No, no, I think it was in response to the Q email from last week. That makes way more sense. Thank you. That was helpful. Uh, she gave some info on Spaghetti Westerns. Mm-hmm. 
Right, because we talked about uh, Westerns and if it was a uniquely uh, American thing. Of course, there were several um, Westerns made in Italy in the 1960s, um, referred to as spaghetti Westerns, which uh, is racist. Uh, it's a racist way to refer to that. Um, you know, in Japan, they call them macaroni Westerns because I guess they are unfamiliar with spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I I was familiar with the phenomenon of spaghetti westerns, but I might have misunderstood your question because I I was thinking more of if there were westerns set in other countries, like a, oh. I guess you know that would, like if there were like a Japanese western that's just like Seven Samurai, it's a samurai movie. Well, aren't the uh, spaghetti westerns that was in quotes, but only like Brian and Caleb could see that? Aren't they like? Still American English movies? They're not like in Italian. Well, actually, they're they're filmed <laughs> they're filmed with uh, Italian actors, and then they a lot of them like the Sergio Leone uh, Man with No Name trilogy, filmed in Italian, and then they go back and dub the uh, in English. English. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, which is why there's really terrible it's lip terrible. sync on those movies. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if like other places were just also doing westerns, like if Germany made western movies, or, like. You know, UK made Western movies. I I, re- I recommended a, a movie called the The Good, the Bad, and the Weird on this podcast some time ago, and that was a Korean uh, Western. That was actually pretty good. That's good. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, listener Ann also says that Penn Jillette grew up in the town next to her. So when he tells stories about his childhood, it's all places that she knows, and it's super trippy. I bet. I, I bet it would be. Yeah, I've heard him tell some of those stories on the shows I've been watching. So that's pretty cool. Maybe she met him once and didn't even know. He's a very uh, easily identifiable man. I think she would have. Well, I, not, like before, him out. like when he was a he's child a, or something. I don't know. I, I well, don't no, know. Wait, that's I think Pinch. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think listener Ann is Pinch at that age. That's ben. true. I, I forgot don't. how old he was. Pinchelet is like a sixty-year-old man, isn't well, he? When I think of him, I remember the older stuff I saw where he looked younger and not how he looks now. You think like Desert Bus Pinchelet? Thanks, Brian. Now, listener Ann's going to get mad at me for thinking she was old, and that's not what I thought at all. Yeah, she should. That's, that's no. how I took that. No. You Just thought my she mind. was old well, in your a 60-year-old man. In your mind, isn't Bruce Willis still diehard Bruce Willis and not current-day Bruce Willis? Current-day Bruce Willis is diehard Bruce Willis. No, I don't think so. He looks pretty young if you go back and watch it again without Actually, you know what? No. When I, when I think about Bruce Willis, I do think of, like, more modern-day Bruce shaved head bald Bruce Willis when I go back to Die Hard 1 it's unsettling to see him with hair <laughs> like Frasier exactly it's unsettling exactly. to see him with the hair he has like a classy mullet he's like a bozo thing going on in the early <laughs> seasons it's it's super weird well that's yep. all the feedback really because I don't want to spoil the last feedback oh no spoilers so that concludes the show thank you right for listening um I since we I don't know I don't know if we'll be back I'm not sure what's going on with the show format uh, where we're going from here uh, we'll figure it out but however it shakes out there'll still be a podcast next week so thank you for joining us and until then we encourage you to please stay happy. Goodbye.
that's how you end the podcast. So, uh, I guess thank you for having us on yeah, your show. It's always great to have you guys here. You know, I always will be here, open arms. All right, here. Let me hand over the keys to the podcast. All right. All right. You thank you so much. Perfect. All right. It right here in my um, uh, well, in my hands, I guess. <laughs> I don't have any pockets or anything. All right, no squatch pockets. Squatch, squatch gets. Does that work? Yeah. Wait, are you not wearing pants this whole time we recorded, Bigfoot? Well, you know, I got all this hair. You know, pretty well, much hides everything. He's wearing like hair pants. Yeah, I have, I have like a cup. Don't worry. Uh, all right, that's fine. Wow, guys, this went really well. I have some good news for you. Someone's getting a reality show. It's Bigfoot. Wait, what do you mean? He's getting his own reality show after one one podcast? What about us? This is our like what sixty something episode, mm-hmm. and we don't even we don't even have our own. Well, yeah, I mean he was just on the show, and already he's way more popular than you guys are. Boys, bring in the mailbags. Oh man, look people people just keep bringing in bags and bags of mail like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> Oh, so descriptive of you, Brian. I just wanted to say it so the people at home would know. Congratulations on the new show. See you, Bigfoot. Yeah. Enjoy your reality show. You have some here? fun, man. This was great. It's just because I have a very high charisma, you know, all those special attributes, you know. Well, now that I've got the good news out of the way, it's time for the bad news. This reality show has a pretty big budget, so I'm slashing your funding. You don't have enough money to get any fancy editing in this time. Do it all in one take. 